Hello and welcome. I'm Sue Ann, and you're listening to, or maybe you're watching, the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast coming to you today on video as well as audio, in case you didn't catch that as I said it. Anyway, this is the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. I'm Sue Ann, and I am so glad you're here. You might already know that I talk everything business and content. And today, I want to give you a little bit of a blogging tip of the day, perhaps, um, or maybe it's even more than that, because I have something I want to share with you today on the first podcast of 2023. I hope you're all doing well. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm happy to see you on the Mizzy Biz or Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. So I'm going to click into a screen share because today's topic is one that's going to be very important. And so it is a topic that is especially for not only my blogging and writing friends, but any other creators who may be like, like we writers and bloggers, where we don't want to be on video. We really don't want to be on video. So the the lesson today, or what I want to talk to you today about, is why you might want to be on video or need to be on video and how exactly you can go about it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of why for video. If Even if you're more comfortable behind the scenes, if you're a wizard doing the magic behind the curtain, more than wanting to be out front on in video. Um, most people who know me know I totally don't want to be on video, but I do want to talk to you. So I've been trying to do some of my podcasts as videos as well. And this time I created some visuals for you to help you remember what I want to talk about today. So if you're like me and many bloggers and writers and prefer to be behind the scenes instead of in front of the camera, but you realize the importance of video marketing for your business, then today is a day that you might want to tune in for the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast today, also on video. So I have some really colorful slides for you that I created um, to make the lesson or the information a little bit more exciting. So if you want to hop over to YouTube and watch, or you can listen, either way, I appreciate you being here and happy 2023. And I hope to do a lot more content in terms of audio and or video. But I've decided to, in case you haven't checked out the Mizzy Biz blog, blog lately, I've decided my first um, post this year, I've decided that what's holding me back from my podcasting is that I keep thinking it has to be audio and video, and it doesn't have to be audio and video. And so I think because I'm not set up for video or I don't want to be on video or I'm running around, I think I'm not doing as much audio content as I would like to. And I have a lot of information ready for you guys to go in um, terms of audio content sharing. So I think this year, I'm not gonna worry about whether it's video or audio. I'm gonna try to be more consistent with what I produce with the kind of media that is comes to you in audio or video form. 
but I'm not going to make myself wait till I have time and opportunity and so forth to set up everything for the video. Oh, and by the way, today, my lighting was like really weird. So I'm working with um, kind of a red light lighting today uh, because I was so bright. Uh, my lighting, this is, if you guys do video, that's one of the things you'll notice is that your lighting is the thing. And your lighting from day to day, minute to minute does not stay the same. And so I have found that lighting is one of the biggest challenges to doing video at all, let alone video marketing. So today I'm going to talk to you bloggers, writers, other artistic types who prefer to be behind the camera and not in front of it why you might need to consider doing video and video marketing for your business and for your writing, for your blog, as a part of your content marketing, whether you really want to or not. Because as you know, video content is really hot these days. So I'm going to share my screen with you and let's get going to learn why and how to do video marketing for your business, even if you're a blogger, a writer, or a behind-the-scenes kind of business person. Okay, let's take a look. So today's topic is a hot topic for you because everyone knows that it's an important time to be considering business, uh, how your business can use video, video marketing to help with any kind of content that you provide. Anything that you do digitally, you may want to consider video aspect of it. So I want you to step out, even if you're a blogger, a writer, or a creative who likes to be behind the scenes, I want you to step into video and I want to show you why and how. So this is going to be fun, but I'm going to give you a little bit more direction than just do video. Right? One of those compelling reasons why you may want to do video is some because of some of these statistics that I've gathered for you. So posts with one video get 83% more traffic than those without a video. And if you have three videos, you get 55% more backlinks than those with none. 86% of businesses do use video marketing. So if you're not doing video marketing, there's a good chance that you're falling behind in your industry or field, because that's the way business is rolling. That's the direction. So I urge you to try it, even though I know, because I don't like being on video, you don't want to be on video either. But remember this, 84% of people have made purchases after watching a brand's video. And I don't know about you, but I've actually had a video that someone saw and then reached out to me and it got me business. And I would say that's a purchase made from a video. So video marketing, even in a small way, like I do, a tiny way, can actually bring you clients. I want to urge you to do more with your video than just attempting to do video. I want, to, want you to think like you do with everything in your content marketing cool kit. I want you to think about a video content strategy because that's going to be way more effective. So I'm going to give you what you need to know to do that. You need a channel plan. So you're going to think about what kind of videos you're going to create based on what kind of channels you're going to show your videos on. 
Are your videos going to be YouTube videos? Are your videos going on Instagram, in which case they need to be reels or on Facebook, they need to be stories. The channel affects how you'll do your videos and what your videos will be. And also, if you're doing more than one channel, you may have to also account for various formats for the channels. So if you know about this and you think about this ahead of time, this is one of the things that you'll want to determine going into the thinking about doing videos. So after a channel plan, you might actually want to have an editorial plan. Uh, this is so that your videos actually, again, have a reason for being. And hopefully, that editorial plan includes bringing people back to you for the purpose of eventually having them convert into clients. So your editorial plan is to give your content a direction and that direction should lead to something that is business goal related. And that's really gonna be important in how you determine this. So if you think about these little strategy things before you actually start producing your video, I think you'll find yourself a little bit ahead. And also I'm trying to show you, it's not that hard. Also, you do wanna think about uh, the asset, your asset plan. And that is gonna be what video assets are you gonna produce and what assets do you have in place in order to produce video? So we'll go over a little bit more about assets. And finally, you're going to want to either have a process or flow plan, or you're going to want to create one as you go, once you figure out how things are going to work. Um, and that way, you'll help the productivity with creating videos and adding video into your content plan. So if you have a process or a flow plan, you can check the check marks off and you know, know what you have to do to have a process to be done with a video. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, got it. So you'll wanna determine that. Um, you'll wanna have this because you wanna tie your business goals and your objectives into KPIs, which are key performance indicators. And key performance indicators are gonna let you see that your social efforts or, or social selling efforts, which is what video is, right? It's social selling. So your video marketing, social selling efforts are gonna be tied back again, as I said at the very beginning, to business goals and objectives because you wanna do video marketing or video to move you forward with your business. So think about key performance indicators. How can I tell if my videos are getting traction and doing things that I want them to do? How can I make videos that have an end result? Not just creating a video, but creating a video with purpose. Okay. So you definitely want to do some market research and audience analysis because when you're creating your videos, you're doing your videos for a very specific audience, a very specific ideal client or what some people refer to as an ICA or an ideal client avatar. But what it comes down to is who are you targeting as your market? Who are the people that you're trying to hang with and that you want to have relate to you and jump on as your clients. So you're going to want to look at where that audience is hanging out, which 
video types they are watching, listening, enjoying? Where, what channels will they be on? Are they YouTube all the time? Or are they looking at Reels? Where are they Facebook? All these things are gonna come into play. Also with your market research, you'll be able to determine what your competition is doing or what others in your industry are doing. And you can decide, do you want to do what they're doing or will you find a gap in the content that can become your unique place to be? Then again, you'll do a resource audit because you're going to know what you're trying to do now as you zero in on these goals and objectives and who your audience is and where the gap is in content. So as you're getting all that together, now you have a good idea of what your resources need to be. So now you want to audit what you have, what you don't have, and you want to allocate your time, money, and equipment so that you can make this work. It's not as complicated as it sounds. It's actually pretty simple. And I was hoping to make it sound simple. But really, think about these things. These are the things that maybe you pass over and just say, I'm going to do a video. And you're not thinking like this, which the strategic approach is going to do you better. If you have a process and flow, once you get that strategy in place, that's going to make your pro productivity be easier and more convenient to get done. And I want to remind you, even with videos, you're going to get you're going to want to keep track of or think in terms of keyword resource research because keywords also drive YouTube search just like they drive Google search. And if you don't know, which I think you do, YouTube is owned by Google anyway, but YouTube is a video search engine and a library for your videos, which is one of the things that make YouTube a perfect place to house your videos. There are other places, but YouTube is free. You can have videos on YouTube that are for public display, or you can have videos on YouTube that are only for private display. So if you're doing something with a private group or a mastermind or in a course, you can have those go, you know, only people with the link can view them. And so, um, you know, YouTube is going to be a really good free asset for your video marketing plan. But if you do keyword research, then you will drive traffic. YouTube will help drive traffic to your videos because they'll understand what you're about and who you're targeting. Remember, 60% of people prefer to watch online videos over TV. What? This is interesting. So this is telling you that people are really taking in video content even over commercial television, which is really where everybody got their online or their, you know, advertising, really um, brand advertising, uh, company advertising, marketing came from commercial television and radio for many, many years. And look, society is switching into online videos over TV, which means they're getting their news there. They're buying there. They're searching products there. Uh, they're finding out how to do things and running into products they need while they're searching there. So don't forget or don't make sure you pay attention, I guess, to the fact that this just is another really big point that video marketing is so important because it's actually really running rampant and taking over even commercial legacy media. 
tweets with videos get 10 times more engagement on Twitter. So if you put a video in your tweet, you're going to get more engagement. And I've noticed that's true with some of my tweets. Now, I just want to say, if in case you're like, oh, Twitter, Twitter is not dead. Um, Twitter is not going to be dead because there's a lot of people who really enjoy Twitter and do a lot of business on Twitter and engage with their community on Twitter. Oh, and I did just read yesterday, I think, that Elon Musk or the, the Musk team, the Twitter team, now feels that they will be able to at least break even when it comes to revenue with their new model. So don't count them out yet. And remember that videos on Twitter and all of the social platforms will do better. And audiences are twice as likely to share video content. So if you're looking to share your content far and wide, video might help you to do that. And in case you don't know, I wanted to let you know that what are the kinds of videos that people most like? What are the most popular kinds of videos that you might consider creating for your marketing and promotion and for your business branding, for your vi business visibility and so forth? How to and explainer videos are the most popular. So how to and explainer is sort of something similar to what I'm doing right here today with this podcast episode, uh, talking about why you might want to move into the video realm with your media content. So what formats of media, what video formats rather, would work best for bloggers? Well, of course, promotional videos. This is going to be the easiest to do. They can be quick. They can be shorts, which are so popular right now. Promotional video is going to be like low-key, PR-oriented, really easy to do. They're not hardcore sales for the most part. They're just promotional. They're just, you know, public relations a little bit. They're teasers for blog posts. And that's the first thing that I realized that bloggers should be doing. And I'm seeing more of them do it. Creating teaser videos to promote your blog post. Bring people back to your website and your blog by teasing them with a video promotion. You can do this all kinds of different ways. I've seen people do it just using GIFs, creating GIFs of themselves, uh, mentioning the post name and drawing people back to their site. So this is the first thing you should be doing as a blogger or writer or business content person that has a blog is bringing people back with teasers for blog posts. Also promote your product and service, products and or services through promotional videos. So a quick promo, a quick teaser, bring them back to a product page or a service page or a white paper, but just do the smaller promotional teaser to bring them back to your site, to your content. Also, you can intro products and services. You can do demos, demonstrations of products and services, which can be not salesy, highly promotional, just a demo. And that is a touch point that people can get to know you in this promotional venue of videos making. Then you have digital products and courses that you can promote through promotional videos. And you can do a behind the scenes look as a promotional video. You can say, look, here's a project I'm working on, check it out, get people interested in coming back and checking on it some more, 
or finding out about what how it ended up, what the result was, what the finished product was. You can interest people by giving them a taste of what's going on in the background or what your process is for certain things. You can do educational videos, which is, again, those how-to and explainer videos, which are the most popular, but also, in a way, are kind of the easiest to do. And those how-tos and explainers can be how-to and explaining your products and services. Those how-to and explainer videos can be how you create what you create for your customers. If you want to bring them in and show them the tools that you use. And also to give goodwill to your partners, which are often the tools and software that you use often partner with you. So those are something else that you can do where you're educating people in your area of expertise, but you're not really, you know, doing high advertising or highly promotional stuff. You're just looking at it as a content marketing thing and educating your audience. And product reviews are another great way. Teaching initiatives, you can have mini educational video format type things, something like this maybe. Thought leadership is a great thing that you can produce in the form of videos where you can show that you are not just an industry person or expert, but you really are moving ahead and forward in your industry. You're really you know, trudging and breaking new paths forward. You're an innovator, not just a participant. You can also do informative interviews with other people in and around your field. Related topics can be covered. Experts in different areas, colleagues that you work with and collaborate with are also great for informative interviews. Everybody has an expertise, especially if you collaborate with people, you probably know like this person's like the design person and I'm the word person or that kind of thing. So there's a lot of informative interviews you can get from colleagues that actually help talk about your area, your industry and your business in a nonchalant, more educational type format. There is, of course, advertising and sales type of video formats or marketing form formats for videos, which is really social selling for the most part. So that's product offers and sales, seasonal campaigns, special events and promotions, like for example, having a webinar or having a, you know, fall fantasy special of some sort. For product launches, you're going to want to do a lot of advertising and sales type video. Uh, this can be promotional in nature also, but you're really pushing to, you know, get awareness for a product launch. So that's going to be like pushing it in a little heavier fashion than just mere promotion. So you're going to be a little more advertising and sales oriented in those kind of videos. And you can get, do look at news and feature when you're, when you're in the news, when you get features, you can look at those as advertising and sales type videos because they're promoting you without you promoting you, but they are really offering selling you. And I think that's a good, good other way to look at the advertising and sales format for using video. So what are the important things that you need to know? Of course, that lighting that I told you, it's always a struggle. I'm having it a little today. That's one thing that you might need. 
but you might not need. It depends if you're going to do it, try to do it. Like I have kind of a studio set up, you know, I have a business logo going on or whether you're going to be more El Naturel. Lighting is really for your benefit. It makes you look better. It helps you, you know, show your features better or lose shadows, things like that. But you can get a ring light for fairly inexpensively. I've um, actually can get them very inexpensively. Or you can wing it with lights from Home Depot because I think that's what I started with was just like Home Depot kind of like spotlights. But what you have to do is experiment and move them around and figure out, you know, what it is. Sometimes you need backlighting to work well so that you're not shadowed up. Uh, and it also depends on the area where you're that you're trying to light. If you're doing a lot of stuff outdoors, you might not need lighting at all, or you might learn to use flash lighting outdoor to make everything better. What I've learned since I've been doing video and since I've been working with photographers and people in the business of video visual stuff, lighting is everything. So that may be one expense or one thing that you might want to check on your assets and resources or that you might need to do your video work. Also, you can't get away with, well, well, I don't have a camera because guess what? Even your cell phone is a camera that you can work with to do video marketing. You can start as simply as a cell phone. I know quite a few people who still do all their videos on a cell phone um, and that's fine. If you have a better phone, a 35 millimeter or something or different things like that, that's great. What I have is simply an inexpensive webcam. I do caution you that using your laptop is not going to give you, I mean, things are getting better in all these areas, but even my new laptop, you would be shocked if you saw the, the what the camera from the laptop gives you, me makes me look like versus the camera I'm using now, which is just a simple Logitech C920. It's an older model. They have newer models, but I've heard mixed reviews and I know I like my C920. So when I thought I broke my first one, I got another one. I got it cheaper than when I even bought the first one. So it's an inexpensive camera. You just hook it on top of your screen or above, you know, whatever works best to get a good angle when you're old you don't you want you don't want to have it too low or too right on you but that takes a little bit of practice too but look you can start simple you can start on your cell phone so you don't have an excuse about not having a camera to do your video marketing you don't have to be on camera either so keep that in mind but that's really all you need so I guess what I'm showing you with the way that this video was set up is that the equipment is the minimal worry. You have it because you have a camera, you have natural light, or you know you can wing it with light if you don't have a ring light yet. And there is one thing that's going to be the most important. This is the thing that you need to check and allocate a resource for your resources. You need to have a good mic. I started with a Blue Yeti. I'm now using a Rode Mini. Ha again, having a mic over using your laptop and certainly, you know, with a, with a cell phone though, I've had good results with some of my recordings, like even with my podcast 
a number of them, especially early on, were all cell phone recordings. So, you know, though the quality of that is getting better, but here's the deal. If you're doing a video, nobody cares about the video. They care about, can they hear you and can they get the value of what you're saying? So even if you're doing something on video, your your most important asset, your most important and critical thing to hone in on and get right is your sound. So you might want to invest in a mic. Again, you don't have to start with anything that's super expensive, just something that's probably better than the built-in things that you have. So a mic, yes. Lights, start with whatever and maybe phone or camera, you've got it covered. If you want to move up, you can do it for less than a hundred bucks, I think, or about a hundred bucks to just do a simple webcam. Okay. So that gives you the idea, again, that what's important is your strategy, that you think about what kind of videos that you want to create, how you're going to relate them to your business and having business results from the videos that you produce. And you're going to know that it's not that hard as far as the equipment and all the things that you stress about, because I know that's what I stressed about, like totally, aside from I don't want to be on camera ever. Okay, so here I am coming to you on camera and audio and video visual, and I thank you for being here. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, Right Mix for business. Yep. Brought to you by Sue Ann at Right Mix for Business. This is not a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday thing. What this is about is your business blog bling. The bling that you need to market to your peeps, the content that you need so your blogging hub speaks, the technical, the strategy, the who, what, how, and why will work to make your business blog a rising star, sky high. So sign up now and don't miss out for how to bling your blog and feed that hog. Thank you.